Hello, and welcome to Wineication, the podcast, where we discuss everything from wine, food and wine pairings, entrepreneurship and starting a wine business, diversity and inclusion, as well as what's happening in Wichita, Kansas. I'm your host, Jennifer McDonald. I'm the founder, CEO, and winemaker of Ginny Don Cellars, the first urban winery in Kansas, located at Union Station in downtown Wichita. I'm joined by my two employees, Gabriella and Kale. Today, we will be talking about the opening of our winery, our current wine, beer, and food offerings. We'll also recap on our inaugural wine dinner, as well as Thanksgiving. We'll also talk about our current wine production and the wines that we have in process, as well as our upcoming wine releases. So grab a glass of Jenny Don Cellars wine and let your moment begin. On Saturday, November 23rd, we opened the Jenny Don Cellars Winery for the first time to the public. I don't even think I have words to describe the feeling, the gratification that I received in doing that. I've worked for two years on trying to get this winery at Union Station open, and it was just such an amazing accomplishment. On that day, I actually became the first and only African-American woman to own, found, and operate a farm winery in in Kansas. So that's a huge accomplishment. And the Jenny Don Cellars Winery is actually the only wine, urban winery in Kansas. So a lot of firsts that happened on November 23rd. One of the things that I thought was amazing is all of our friends and family, our investors, and just the community that came out to see us. I recognized about 90% of the people that came out and knew them by name. And so I'm grateful for all of the networking that I've done over the past couple years to generate a wine-loving culture who wanted to come out and support us. So, Kale, what what were some of the momentous, you know, aspects of this occasion for you? I think for me, it's kind of getting back to what I enjoy most in life. You know, I realized I'm I'm happiest when I'm serving people. And so just kind of that influx of people like you you were talking about we were so busy and it's awesome just to be you know on your feet and just knowing that that's how it's going to be when I work here and so that just kind of puts a nice little warmth in my heart during these cold months that's great I know we I worked all day so I came in at you know eight o'clock nine o'clock and we were busy you know from about 11 30 to the end of the day, which was nine. So Gabby, what was this moment like for you? At first, it was, a, I, I just liked watching you first, at first, like how you interacted with the customers, because for you it was really important that experience that, they're, that you wanted to create when they came in. So I wanted to watch you first to kind of see like kind of what you wanted to give people when they came in. And then from there, it was really, it was just, being able to see all the people finally like come in and being able to serve them after talking about it for so long and finally being able to see them in the space I think was like really really important to me and um, I don't know it was just it was 
we like had done like so much work prior to this that for me it was busy but it was still a moment where you could like kind of step back every once in a while and kind of take it all in that like this is happening and it's going to happen like every day now so I, I really liked it it was really fun I would agree it was it was the, a really nice pace and flow of traffic coming in um I was like hoping we weren't going to be like crazy, crazy busy where we wouldn't have a moment to breathe, but it felt natural um, because we've been talking about these wines and serving these wines for so long. It just felt natural. It felt second nature. And that's what I appreciate is all of us are so well versed in our wines that it just the service aspect really flowed. Um, and we actually got a really nice first Google review saying so. <laughs> so another highlight um, from this past couple weeks was our inaugural wine dinner. So this was the first wine dinner that we had in our space. We actually transformed the configuration of our space so normally our normal setup is, you know, we have a big table that seats six and then we have more square size table as well as our, our bar seating. But for the wine dinner, we brought out, you know, circle tables that would seat eight people and uh, we decorated with beautiful centerpieces and um, it was such a nice event. Again, the community, our friends, our family were there to support us. Our investors were there. And there was just so much joy in that room. Looking at all of the pictures, joy is truly the word that comes out. Um, everyone, of course, loved the wine. They always loved the wine. And Blue Moon um, helped us with catering and the food was delicious. So the food and wine pairings were outstanding. And then we had a cake. We had a two-tier cake, kind of looked like a wedding cake, but that was okay. It was a little extra, but that's what we were going for. It had purple and gold on it. Um, the cake, you know, just really made the event special. So thank you to Cameo Cakes for helping us with that. And it was nice. Um, I brought up different groups of people to thank them for being a part of the journey. So I brought up my three investors that were there. And then I brought up my husband and my two kids. And then my parents were in attendance. And then my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. So it was really nice to have the opportunity to thank the people who have helped me get to this point. Um, that was also a gratifying moment. So Kale, what kind of stood out for you? You know, Gabby and I kind of talked about it a bit on the last podcast episode about how we were most looking forward to, as you just mentioned, having everyone there that supported you for so long. And it was almost a benchmark of what I hope my the people that I care most about, I want them to support me the way that, you know, your family and your investors and your friends came out and supported you. It, it just seems like, you know, everyone that comes into this space just wants to go straight into your corner and root for you and cheer for you. And, and it, it just goes to show, you know, the impact that you've made on the community and what you mean to other people. Oh, well, thank you. What about you, Gabby? I really liked how 
It was finally a day that you got to enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's what I wanted for you. Like, I just wanted you to be able to not have to worry about anything. So I, I tried making sure that happened. So I tried to make sure to stay on top of, um, make sure everything went by really, really smoothly. Um, but I really did enjoy getting to see you interact with everybody and just like the smile on your face the entire time. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't a moment where you just like had to like come back and like, okay, we have to do this. It was just, you were there and you were present in the moment the entire time. And that's so important because folks that know me know that I constantly have a to-do list and my mind is thinking of all the things that have to get done, you know, every day, week, month. And it was nice where I could set my to-do list to the side and just really be present for the guests. So um, I do have to give a special thank you to Kale and Gabby and Giovanna and Jen and Alex, our photographer, who came out and helped support me. I really didn't have to do much. It was quite nice. Um, and I am just grateful for the team that I truly have today. Um, I'm really thankful for you both. So thank you, Kale and Gabby. Thank you for letting us be a part of this team. <laughs> yeah, and Giovanna and Jen really did a great job in stepping in and just helping. Like there was a t like I was trying to serve the vegetables, but I just couldn't reach over the bar far enough. So I'm just like, Giovanna, come here, come here. <laughs> and she was just really quick, just like, okay, what, what do you need me to do? Yeah. Yes, shorty little Gabby has has issues with our our bar <laughs> and being able to serve over our bar. <laughs> So if you come into our winery, right now we have four wines that we are offering plus sangria. So we have our white wine, our 2017 Chardonnay, our 2017 Pinot Noir, and then a newly bottled sweet red blend. So I'm really excited about these four wines. Um... Are, if you all can remember, we started out with six wines that were part of like our phase one wines. Well, out of those six wines, three are gone. <laughs> we have sold out of our 2016 Chardonnay, our 2016 Pinot Noir, and our Rosé. Um, so we have three of our initial wines still available. And then we're slowly in the process of making more wines. But when you also come into the winery, we are offering beer. So Jenny Don Sellers has, you know, we have our federal license, of course, but, and we have our farm winery, but we also have a state drinking establishment license, which allows us to serve um, anything, basically. So we are, um, we have four different beers currently. And then we also have charcuterie, small plates, and different food offerings. So, Kale, tell us a little bit about the beer. So, you're a beer guy, and I tasked you with coming up with our beer selection. So, can you just tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, for sure. It was definitely an awesome uh, feeling. You know, I, it was one of those moments where I just when you tasked me with it, my internal monologue was just like, I have the power. Uh, but it was one where I knew, you know, obviously wine is the focus when you come to Jenny Don Sellers. Wine is what's won all the awards that we showcase. And we're not here to, you know, necessarily 
be focused on others, but you, I know you have no interest in beer and I really don't see you becoming a brewer as well. Um, so picking these beers was fun. I wanted to pick something that, you know, whether you are, you know, a beer head or not, you're not going to be intimidated by any of these beers, but I also picked them for what they mean to me as well as I think what they can mean to this winery. Um, so the first one that I really wanted to set out and get was an homage to your California wine roots. And so I picked uh, Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale. Sierra Nevada in Chico, California is the largest privately owned brewery in the United States. And I know that's your goal someday is for Jenny Don Sellers to be the largest privately owned winery in the United States. Um, and then from there, you know, I moved over to Boulevard Unfiltered Wheat. Um, Boulevard is you know, they revolutionized just craft in general in the Midwest. It was something that was on the West Coast and the East Coast. And then Boulevard came along and said, hey, you know, we can do something in the Midwest. And you've, you've shown that yourself with this wonderful boutique winery. And then we have Free State's at Astra Amber Ale. Um, Free State was the first uh, brewery in the state of Kansas. We're actually coming up next week on the anniversary of the end of Prohibition with the ratification of the 21st Amendment, which, fun fact, the state of Kansas has never ratified. We never repealed Prohibition. Um, but with Free State being the first brewery back in in Kansas, it just goes to show, you know, how far, you know, wine has come with Jenny Don Sellers being the first urban winery in the state of Kansas. So history is still being made in 2019, thanks to you. And then ultimately we end with the one that everyone knows, not everyone loves, Bud Light. It is the most valuable brand in the world in terms of beer. And I think someday someone's going to say, oh yeah, Jenny Don Sellers, everyone's favorite wine. It's, you know, the most valuable wine brand in the world, regardless of new world, old world, it's going to be the queen for sure. So that was, that's our beer selection. Um, come for the wine for sure. But if, if you bring someone that doesn't want wine, I promise you they'll have something else for them as well. Thank you, Kel. I truly appreciate you taking that on because I am a wine connoisseur. I have a lot of um, friends that own breweries. So when I go there, I try and drink their stuff. But if I'm not at a brewery, I'm probably not drinking beer. So thank you. So Gabby, you've taken the lead on our food program here at Jenny Don Cellars. So can you tell us a little bit about the small plates that we currently offer? So for small plates right now, we currently have charcuterie boards. So those just have different assortments of cheese and meats and um, fruits. And we also have um, seasoned pretzels for just in case, you know, that beer drinker that comes in and they need the pretzels. We have pretzels as well. Um, we also have different assortments of soups on different days. We'll also we'll have um, chocolate fudge-filled cake truffles as well. And this is a menu, I would say, that is like the wines, always constantly changing, constantly getting updated, improving, and really we're looking for feedback on everything and what we're doing and um, really trying to improve on everything as we go. <laughs> I live off the charcuterie. 
Well said. So again, I'm a wine connoisseur and (laughs) I live off of charcuterie, (laughs) but we really do need to continue to think about the foods that we are going to be offering in our space. So once we get our wines 100% rolled out, we'll have more capacity and bandwidth to, (laughs) to dive into the food. So, all right. Thanksgiving was yesterday. Kale, Gabby, did you guys have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. Um, this actually was my first time ever hosting Thanksgiving with my wife. We've always just gone to different family members. And a couple of weeks ago, she was with some of her family and they realized, you know, not everyone was going to be able to make it over to Western Kansas where her family's from. And it somehow spiraled into, well, we'll host. Um, so it was, I was stressed out most of the day. I think I didn't stop being stressed out until I took a two hour nap um, in the middle of the day. But ultimately, I think if I've learned anything from you, it's just the importance of letting your moment begin. And I was able to do that yesterday. That's good. What about you, Gabby? So in my family, I uh, we always have our tasked anytime we have parties with one specific item. So my sister, my older sister always does the dessert. My mom just takes care of like the the side dishes, and then my brother usually does the meat. Um, But I, since I turned 21, I should say first, have been in charge of the alcohol. So this is the first time that I was able to do sangria. So I was really excited about that, and everybody really, really enjoyed it. It was Jenny's recipe, so I had to task my brother with getting all the alcohol and everything ready for me. But it was a really good time. I really enjoy spending time with my family and being able to go back home and seeing everybody and just have everybody in the same space and just enjoy everybody's presence. It's just always really nice. Absolutely. Family is everything to me. And so it was nice being back in my hometown to spend time with my parents and my two brothers and sister and their significant others. So I had a blast. And of course, there was Jenny Don Seller's wine <laughs> at the table. So we took all four of our wines and started out with the white blend. I think it's the white blend's always great when you're cooking and making food because it's light, fun, refreshing. Then we kind of got out two glasses. And I kind of always have just my my Chardonnay glass and my Pinot Noir glass. And no matter, depending on what bite I'm taking, I complement that with the wine. So if I'm taking a bite of turkey, I take a sip of Pinot. If I'm eating like green beans or a side, I'll take a sip of Chardonnay. Like that's how I roll with Thanksgiving. And then with all of our desserts, we finished out with the new sweet red blend. So that wine with pumpkin pie is quite delightful. So I had a really great day. Um, Thanksgiving is a day that I think you just kind of graze and sip all day. Um, But because you're grazing, like you never get too intoxicated because you're just constantly filling your belly up with food and wine at the same time. (laughs) At this time, we are going to pause for a quick sponsorship break 
When we come back, we'll provide an update on our wine production, wine releases, and upcoming events. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jenny Dawn Sellers. Head over to the winery today for our Black Friday sale, where you can grab any of our merchandise for 15% off if you mention this. This sale is one day only and will be a perfect time to get your gear to show your support for Jenny Dawn Sellers. We'll be open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., so come on in and grab a t-shirt, tumbler, engraved wine glass, or travel mug for 15% off. Grab a bottle or glass of wine while you're here to kick off your weekend on the right foot. Welcome back to Wineacation. I'm your host, Jennifer McDonald. So for the past few weeks, we have been hands-on, knee-deep in wine production. So this is one of the most gratifying aspects of the business because this was something that I could only do out in California. Um, to make wine commercially here in the state of Kansas, you have to have a commercial wine production facility. And so until we got our farm winery license, um, you know, I wasn't able to do these winemaking activities except for when I would travel up to Napa on a quarterly basis. So to be able to make wine and be a part of the winemaking process now every day, that's something that I thoroughly enjoy. So a couple wines that we have fermenting right now are our uh, blends. So for our Kansas-made wines or Kansas-grown product wines, all of these wines are going to be blends. So the first major fruit that we have in one of the blends is blackberries. So we got blackberries from uh, Big Spring Berries in Lecompton, and we ended up purchasing 800 pounds, which is a lot. Those berries were frozen, so it took a while to defrost the berries. And then we pressed all of the berries. It took one full day and then one half day to press each bin of berries twice. Once we did that, we ended up getting about 180 gallons worth of juice that we currently have fermenting in our stainless steel Latina tanks. Um, that whole experience was a lot of fun. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you would have saw me do my little berry press dance. So that was like kind of a moment right there is our little berry um, stomp. And so I'm really happy with how these black, how the blackberry juice is coming along. Um, this wine, we are going to blend it in with another, and we should have that released by December 30th. So the second fruit that we're working with on site is apple cider. So we went up to Topeka to Reese Farm and got 400 gallons of apple cider that we currently have fermenting. And that fermentation is also going well. What I'm grateful for is we have the ability to really control the temperature of our tanks or the room that we're fermenting the apple cider in. And so it's really easy to kind of control um, our fermentation. And, and so I'm grateful for that. That wine is also going to be a blend. 
and we should have that finished up on December 30th. We're going to make these wines sweet wines. So with sweet wines, it's only really about a six-week process from start to finish. So I'm excited that we will be able to have kind of a New Year's Eve wine release party with these two new wines. So Kale and Gabby, you guys were both a part of this process and this experience. It was your first time being a part of wine production. So what did you most enjoy? Um, I learned it's not just stomping things with your feet. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Every time, you know, back in my head when I first started drinking wine, I was like, man, someone's feet touched this. This is weird. Um, and and the answer is no. I mean, obviously, like you said, you know, you did your celebration, you know, stomp. But I just enjoyed the entire process. It's so complex. There's a reason, you know, not everyone just makes wine because it's not just something you can pick up unless you are dedicated to it. And and the equipment that I just got to watch work just blew my mind. I think I told like 10 or 15 different people, just the process of the machine. I was like, it has a bladder and it fills up with water and it crushes and it's so cool. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I was like, no, wait, but there's more. <laughs> so I think just, you know, like you said, just getting to be a part of that process was the most exciting part because you, you, you didn't hire us because we were experts in making wine, but you're allowing us to do what little bits we can. So it gives me you know, great pride when someone comes in and it's like I had the smallest, smallest hand in, in helping with this wine. But at some degree, I had a hand in it. And so I'm excited to have people enjoy it and that, you know, it'll be a first for me again. You know, I really liked it just because I really like learning new things and just the whole process in general. Like I had like I've seen videos on how like wine's made and stuff, but it's an entirely different thing when you're doing it yourself. Like when you're trying to load these berries into this press, like that was like it was it, it's very labor intensive, but it's very very rewarding, I would say, cuz you get instantaneous results so you're putting all these berries into these things but you're able to see the juice come out and so it's just like the whole learning process of learning how all the machines work and how like you just have to think about everything and I think that's just so crazy how you do that on top of running a business like you have to think about making the wine that you're trying to sell on top of trying to just make sure that the daily um the daily work is getting done it's a lot. Like I said, my mind just keeps running <laughs> of all the things that have to get done. But um, I pride myself on being a very process oriented person. And so I create consistent processes for everything that we do. And so even just mapping out the press process and, you know, how we would have to set up our pump and how we would need to make sure we had the right valves hooked up to our tanks and, <laughs> you know, how the press needed to work with the water outside. And it just, it was a big process. And when you map out all the different steps, it all just comes together. It's, I think it's great. And I think it's, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're both learning at the same time because you've done this before, but I don't, you've, you haven't done it like hands on, like what you said, every day by yourself. So I think that's just an entirely new thing for you too. 
Well, and for me, I have done it with the help of experts. So I have had, you know, great mentorship here in Kansas, but also in California, where I had really nice machinery that was already set up. And then I would do my steps in the process. But I think the biggest thing that I have learned is just how mechanical systems work. Like I've had to set all of this machinery up. And that was a huge learning process for me because I know how they work. I just didn't have to do the setup. (laughs) But this truly is a thrilling experience. And it is a privilege to be a winemaker here at Union Station every day. So our next big project that we have is bottling. So we are going to be bottling on December 2nd and 3rd, which I'm really excited for because this will be our first big round of of wine release in our space. Um, We're kind of limping along with the few bottles of wine that we have to sell currently, but that's not a sustainable business model. Like we have to get the bulk of our wines in the market. And so on December 2nd and 3rd, the bulk of our wines will hit the market. And I'm grateful for that. I am, however, looking for some volunteers. I need four people on... Uh, December 2nd, it's a Monday, and for people on December 3rd, which is a Tuesday, to help with our bottling line. So I'll be sending out some information, you know, on our Facebook page about that. If you're interested in being a part of the bottling process, please let us know. But um, I'm really excited for that day. We have a mobile bottler who has all of the Um, mechanical bottling equipment that he's going to bring. And we're going to be setting up a bottling line on our patio. So that will be thrilling because I have the ability to bottle by hand on site, but to bottle the volume that we need, it would take me like a month, I think. (laughs) It would take me a very long time. So Kale and Gabby, on those days, you're going to be kind of managing the tasting room and kind of keeping things flowing, but you'll definitely get to see it and kind of be a part of it as well. It's going to be exciting just to kind of, you know, in the middle of of waiting on someone and helping them, I just look up and it's just this line of bottles going and I'm just like, yep, yep, someday I'm going to be serving those very soon. Well, and I'm just excited because I've seen... um Jenny has these videos posted online of, I think it was the rosé when they were getting um, the corks put on them and like the labels on them. And they're just, it's just the most satisfying thing to watch. It's just all these lines and it's just all going through of all these bottles. And it's just so satisfying to watch it. I know those automated bottling processes and machines are so expensive. So I am grateful that Um, Our bottler is bringing all of his equipment and we just have to have our labels ready, our bottles ready, our corks and our capsules, our wine ready, and then boom, we have our finished product. So please do stop by the winery on December 4th. We will have some exciting new wines to share at that point. Yeah, that's, it's one where like we mentioned earlier, this, these menus, whether it be the wine or food or anything, it's, it's constantly evolving. This isn't something where you go once and then you're good. 
it's something where you go once, you should probably stop back by next week because something might have changed. There's going to be, you know, new wines added. We're going to tinker with the food and and I'd hate to miss out on a new wine just because I was there last week and thought, oh, that's fine. I'm not missing anything new because you are. You're missing something new if you're not coming pretty often. Very good. So our next event is Winecation. I'm so excited for Winecation. I was really bummed out in um, our November Winecation. We had to postpone, um, but we're going to reschedule that one at the end of our Winecation year. So we're moving that, our, um, we were going to be featuring Australian wines. And so the Australian session has been moved to September of 2020. And so we're going to continue with our Chile and Argentina wine occasion on December 17th. So this will officially be our first wine occasion in our space. And Chile and Argentina are two of my favorite wine regions with the Malbec being the standout wine and grape varietal that we'll be talking about. So Kale and Gabby, do either of you go to Chile or Argentina for wine selections? Or is it a um, region that you're excited to talk about and discover and learn about on the 17th? I think in the past, I've grabbed a bottle or two from there, but I definitely don't think it was one of the grape varietals they're known for. It was probably in my earlier days when I was just like, oh, that's on sale. <laughs> so it was probably like some some white from Chile that you'd be like, yeah, don't drink those. <laughs> it's not what they're known for. Um, so it'll be exciting to get to focus on what that region's known for. And it's always a blast to just learn from you, whether it's just you teaching Gabby and I something new or a whole class. Um, so I'll be excited to, to learn more about these wines in the region um, with everyone else in the class. <laughs> Yeah, I like like Kale said. I really enjoy learning from you. You you're really good at um, making sure that you're understanding um, everything from the beginning of the wine tasting experience all the way to the end with the food pairings. So I really enjoy that it's a full, well-rounded experience, and that um, I'm I'm excited to learn about Chile and, and what Argentina has in terms of wine. Um, but I'm also really excited about Noble House being the food pairing. Yes. So Noble House has been a really great partner to work with. So I'm excited to see what we what we can come up with with these food and wine pairings. So the event brights are out for wine occasion. So definitely go to our Facebook page. Jenny, just Jenny Don Sellers, or you can go to Eventbrite and search for Jenny Don Sellers events. So two ways to find the registration link. And with Winecation, it's $30 for uh, non-members and then $25 for members. So we hope that you can come on out to Winecation. The last event that we have for the year is going to be a New Year's Eve celebration. I am so excited for this event. Um, it will be one of the first times that we're going to try and open up our patio. So we have this beautiful patio that really has served as a storage place, our our crush pad, <laughs> and and 
entrance to the winery, but we'll really get to use it to um, serve guests. And it's going to be our dance floor. So we're going to have this New Year's Eve celebration where we're going to have a four course meal, kind of like our inaugural dinner. But then we'll have a champagne toast, a ball drop, and dancing all night. So the time frame of the event, it's going to start at 8 p.m. and go to 1 a.m. And it's just going to be a really good time. 2019 has been a very challenging year for me personally with all of the growth that I have gone through in opening up this winery. And then just as a business, this has been a very challenging year with the delays that we received in trying to get this winery open. So New Year's Eve, we're going to be celebrating all of the great and put the bad behind us and focus on a successful 2020. So Kale, what do you think that event's going to be like? I think it's going to be a blast. I think it's one where this space is very versatile. And it's just one where we've had, you know, with the inaugural wine dinner and with the ribbon cutting, obviously both of those are celebrations, but it's not like a full on party. Like at the inaugural wine dinner, we had, you know, jazz music and that's awesome. And I'm a huge fan of jazz, but it's really hard to dance to jazz. <laughs> um, and so it'll be really cool to see this place kind of pumping and, and, you know, be a part of that, you know, little downtown scene where people are out late for one night. <laughs> so it'll be really fun. It will be fun. And we're going to fully utilize our entertainment license. So here at Jenny Dawn Cellars, we have five different licenses that we had to go through. So we're going to leverage every single one of them at different times. And so we have our entertainment license. So we're going to, we're going to have a party on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's really, it was really good timing that the all the wines are going to be able to be done um, prior to then. So then we'll have all these new wines to try at the party. Um, and also Blue Moon's catering again. So that's always fun because their food is amazing. Um, but like you said, when we were talking about earlier, it's going to be an entirely different vibe than what the dinner was um, that we did previously. So I'm excited to just, what Kit, like what Kale said and what you were saying, really see like, what the space can do with the garage doors open and just like everything going. It'll be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Like truly Jenny Don Sellers at its essence is more of a low key, you know, wind down type place, but there are moments to turn up. So we're going to turn up for New Year's Eve and it will be a good time. Well, it looks like we are out of time for this week's episode of Wineication. Make sure to tune in next week as we continue to discuss everything from wine, entrepreneurship, events, and diversity and inclusion. Don't forget to subscribe and share our episode with friends. Thanks for listening to Wineication. Cheers. Cheers.